What's up, food friends? Today we're talking about something that I honestly wish somebody would have talked to me about a long, long time ago because sorting out this concept that we're going to dive into today has been life-changing and life-giving to me. This idea that there is a difference between discipline and rigidity is something that I think is so important for us to hash out in our own hearts, our own minds, and see how it plays out in our lives because the confusion between these two things can be really, uh, I think it calls for a lot of the confusion we feel with this pull between like diet culture and then anti-diet culture world, which is also a new culture out there. And, you know, this really all came to a head with my husband. So my husband is, how do I want to describe him? (laughs) There's so many ways, but (laughs) let me just say this. So he's in law enforcement and he is a hundred percent type A uh, scheduled routine, likes to know what's ahead. I mean, orders the same thing at the restaurant every time kind of person. You know, though there is that kind of person and it is him. I am not that way. I am like so fly by the seat of my pants, which is funny that we're married. Some days we compliment each other really well. Other days we drive each other absolutely insane. <laughs> so he is just this personality type. Well, gosh, I would say it was probably five years ago, he decided to like up his health game. I mean, he's always been a little, um, you know, he's always been disciplined. He's always been intentional with his health, but he decided to take it like to a gnarly level. And he had a very like rigid exercise routine. I mean, it became kind of, I wouldn't say the priority of the day, but he was very disciplined in committing his time to his exercise. He also became very intentional with his food. And when he started doing this, it was honestly really hard for me. It kind of like triggered all my eating disorder stuff. I was like, what are you doing? You're so obsessed with food. You're just getting crazy with all these rules. (laughs) Like I really kind of pushed back on his goals and was definitely not like what you would think of as a supportive wife in that setting. But looking back on it, I think it really taught me this difference of dis- difference between discipline and rigidity because I was looking at him thinking, gosh, he's being so rigid. And he was looking at his goals and really looking at how he could up his level of discipline to meet the goals he was chasing after. And after some discussion and chatting with him, he really did teach me that, hey, you can have these goals and work towards them and even take it to a semi-gnarly level because... You're wanting to accomplish something that you've never accomplished before. You want to take it to that next level. But in order to get there, it's going to require discipline. And I think for us females, these two separate concepts get really blurry. And if we ever have a history of like any sort of eating disorder or not liking our body, like we tend to get them really confused. And so today what I want to do is unpack what is discipline What is rigidity? How do we know the difference? And how can we guide ourselves in making disciplined decisions with our food and our exercise that help us, empower us, help us to be the healthier version of ourselves while staying away from the rules and the rigidity that we often see around eating? And when I say rigidity, I'm talking about like that I can't go out to eat with my friends. You know, I have to, I'm not allowed to eat carbohydrates. I can't eat fruit. Like all those like rules on repeat. I know y'all know what I'm talking about. I mean, we all have this different set that we kind of bring to the figurative table. And I I want to unpack the difference because I think it's going to give you guys a little bit of space to 
to grow and maybe make some healthier decisions without feeling like you're shackled to these rules. And I'm a big believer as Jocko Willink says, discipline equals freedom. If you guys don't know who Jocko Willinks is, I want you to go to his Instagram. Search him on Instagram right now and you're going to find this gnarly dude that takes discipline to this incredibly gnarly level. But he's right. When we are disciplined with our actions, we're intentional, we're present, we are the ones in control of what we're doing. That gives us freedom to do the things we want to do. That gives us freedom to, you know, not eat so healthy when we we don't want to because we're doing the discipline actions outside of that. So we're going to really unpack this. I'm like getting ahead of myself. I'm so excited to talk about this, <laughs> but we're going to unpack this in detail. Discipline versus rigidity, how to know which one is in your life, how to switch over to a discipline style while leaving room for flexibility and not getting hung up on these rules and rigidity. Super excited to talk about this one. Like I said, I think it's life-giving. And for me, this was a major shift in my thinking about food and exercise and something that has really given me a lot of freedom um, physically. It's advanced my health. It's really molded who I am today. And I can thank my husband for that, who taught me some things when I didn't know I needed to learn them. And um, I'm sorry to you, babe, if you're listening. I'm really sorry that I was a butthead when you were implementing all that discipline. I've known, I know better now, I've learned, and now I'm sharing it with quite a few people and friends. All right, guys, before we dive in, I just want to thank y'all for listening and tuning in. If you haven't left me a review yet, I would so, so love one. Um, Just drop on over into iTunes, click on leave a review, and let me know what you think of the episodes. I love hearing from you guys. It really fuels my fire, and it also helps direct some of my next steps. And so let me know what you think about it. And if you've got a question, I would love to answer it live on the show. Head on over to JessBrownRD.com. Click on podcast, guys. There's a big orange button on that homepage. And you can record right from your iPhone. Don't get nervous. It doesn't have to be perfect. I'll edit out the ums for you. (laughs) But I would love to know what you want to know and answer it here live on the show. All right, friends, let's go ahead and unpack this concept of how to decipher between discipline and rigidity. What's up, food friends? Welcome back to the show. I am your host, Jazz, and if you're new here, I'm so happy you are here. I am a body bully warrior, food freedom guru, nutrition nerd with a capital R-D, get it, for registered dietitian. I am here to help you become an empowered eater. I'm dishing out nutrition fun with a side of science as we learn how to let go of guilt and that all or nothing mentality. I am in your corner cheering you on because I know you have this inner awesome and we just need to fuel it right. We need to fuel it with the right food, the right mental thoughts, the right relationships. I'm here to fuel your awesome with the nutrition info that supports you, empowers you, mental strength training, and confidence that radiates regardless of your body shape. You know you hold an inner awesome and I know you know this because you're here. You downloaded this podcast, you're listening, you're tuning in. So if you're ready to be the healthiest version of yourself, here we go. Food freedom means food is just food, and you can channel that energy you used to use to obsess about food in your body. Now we take that energy and we can channel it towards serving your purpose, your family, your work, your inner awesome. It's so crazy how there's this ripple effect when we allow ourselves to be the healthiest version of ourselves. Our family feels it, our work feels it. Girls, the world needs it. I'm stoked to be in your corner. Be sure to connect with me on Instagram at JessBrownRD or check out all my resources, JessBrownRD.com. All right, Superwoman, are you ready to channel that inner awesome? We're going to take it up to the next level. Let's dive into today's show. Today's episode is brought to you by Studio 410. Are you a boss babe with absolutely no design skills? Girl, 
me too. (laughs) That's why I had to hire someone. If you're tired of wasting your precious time trying to save your business from looking like a hot mess, Kelsey Lensmeyer from Studio 410 is your girl. Kelsey is completely obsessed with turning small or home-based businesses into full-blown brands that are not only easy on the eye, they will totally stop potential customers in their tracks. Maybe you're just starting out and need a brand in a box, or perhaps you're ready to level up with a completely custom brand and website. No matter your budget, Studio 410 has an option for you. Ladies, even if you're not totally sure what you're looking for, let me tell you from experience that Kelsey will help you figure it out. Set up a coffee date with her, whether it's in person or virtually, one convo with her, and she will help you clearly map out your branding needs and get you set up. Guys, she set up my brand. If you've seen my logo, it is so me (laughs) to the nut. I mean, it's a coffee ring. I don't think I own anything like my sheets have a coffee ring on them right now. (laughs) She knows me. She figured me out and she created a brand that is me. And I know you guys will be the same. View all of her branding options or schedule with Kelsey at studio410.com. That's studio, S-T-U-D-I-O, F-O-U-R, 10.com. Thanks, Studio 410, for sponsoring today's episode. Let's go ahead and dive in. All right, friends, let's dive into this super fun topic. Like, I'm so excited. I just... I'm so excited because this really was one of those pivotal moments in my life because, you know, for so long, food rules just, they ruled my life. And I kind of got to the point where I was so sick of them ruling my life, but I was terrified to let them go because it's like, gosh, if you let them go, then what? Then you just eat everything and you're crazy. And then we gain all the weight, you know, and all those fears come up. And I, I don't think it has to be that all or nothing. And understanding the difference between discipline and rigidity can help us stay there. So on the one hand, we have food rules. And if we think of where these food rules originated from, it can help us extend that grace to ourselves. So typically they pop in because we have some sort of fear or some sort of insecurity. And these rules were well-intended to um, help us be healthy and keep us safe, right? So I think of some of mine I mean, I I don't know. I have weird ones when they popped up. It was like, you can't have more than 500 calories in a meal. You're supposed to have 1,500 calories in a day. And, you know, you can't have um, too many carbs after 8 p.m. Like all these kind of weird ones, which, by the way, these are all just made up things. (laughs) So do not write any of those down. But I got these thoughts in my head. And when I look back to the origin of them, they came at a time when I was really uncomfortable in my body and I was grasping for things to help me. And, you know, when I was looking at my diet at that time, I wasn't eating super intentional. And so having some of these thoughts of like, oh, if I cut it off at 500 calories, initially that did help me because I was binging and I was overeating. So I created this quote rule to limit my binging and my overeating. Now, after time though, when you're not binging, all of a sudden that becomes a very rigid rule that sets you up for failure because what happens if you go out to eat and you break the rule? Now you've blown it. Now you just got to eat everything, right? Like it sets us up for that all or nothing mentality, which goes back to that pendulum swinging and something that just ultimately sets us up for failure. (laughs) But if I think of the origin, it's like, yeah, well, it makes sense. I was looking for something to guide me, but that doesn't actually serve me. So I think we need to give ourselves some grace, say, you know what? It's a normal thing for us all to have this list of food rules in our head. They come from somewhere, but it's okay to reevaluate them and see if there's something that is actually serving us or if we need to unpack it, maybe redirect it, realign it 
with our goals and our values. And guys, this is stuff I walk through in great detail in my Food Foundations e-course. Like we lay the groundwork out. We get those values established. We redefine healthy together. We do the diet culture detox. Like we lay it all out so that we can evaluate these food rules from a very like objective and diplomatic stance. So these food rules are not a place we want to stay. I mean, they can really enslave and worst case scenario, morph into an eating disorder over time. I mean, these are the folks I see in my office that truly cannot eat after eight o'clock, right? Like they have that rule and then it becomes so ingrained in their psyche that if they break it, they failed as a human. And I know that may sound extreme, but some people really feel that way. And we get our self-worth tied up in these rules. Now, the reason, the number one reason I'm so against food rigidity is because it doesn't factor in life balance. Like if you've got these rules that you have to eat a certain amount of macros or I mean, gosh, the list is so long. I, my brain, I, I wish you guys could be inside my brain when I think of food rules. It's not like I have like a few. It's like my brain becomes this massive newspaper crunched up with all these letters. I don't know if you guys can visualize that, but it's just like so many voices and rules. And I think this is where food rules fail us is they're overwhelming, they're contradicting, and they don't make space for life. What happens when you're sick? What happens when... So one of your family members is in the hospital. What happens when your work schedule changes? Like all these, life is so unpredictable and all these things are out of our control. And if we are so attached to these food rules, we will start to sacrifice our health because we're trying to balance our food rules and then the chaos of life. So we have to have flexibility built in. So really trying to pull away from food rules and rigidity. And I want to bring us to this concept and idea of discipline. Now, discipline can feel, I think a lot of times we hear that word, at least when I was reintroduced to it, I was like, oh, I don't want to be disciplined. Like, that sounds so boring. <laughs> I was really turned off by it. And I've actually seen that in clients. When I say that word, it almost triggers the response of like the word rigidity. It's like, I, I can't go back there. But discipline is an entirely different concept. The word itself comes from the root meaning of learning, to be a disciple, to learn a practice. And if we think about implementing discipline in the world of health and diet and exercise, it simply means to learn. Learn how our body responds to the things we are doing. So nowhere in there does it say like there's a grade that's attached to it, which like is what we see with food rules. Rather, it's a concept of adapting and adjusting along the way, but staying committed to the action that we have decided to, to practice. If we're looking at some of the primary differences between these two concepts, rigidity really operates, guys, in the currency of shame. Like there is a plus or minus. There is a pass or fail associated with it. You do it wrong. You feel shame and guilt, whereas discipline operates in this mindset of curiosity. Its goal is growth, which we understand we have to you know, fail and learn and grow along the way. Rigidity is really rooted in insecurity and comparison, and so you'll see that at the root of most of those food rules, whereas discipline is rooted in the desire to be a better version of yourself and serving a greater purpose, really, and that's where our values come in. And then finally, rigidity does not allow room for error. Like I said, there's a pass or fail. Discipline, on the other hand, friends, it learns every step of the way. There is no failing. Rather, it's get up and try again. So how do we get here? How do we move away 
from rigidity and start to implement discipline when it comes to health and our food and our exercise. So number one is keeping the mindset that this is a journey, not a destination. It is going to require us to adapt and adjust along the way. There is no wrong way. You cannot do this wrong. We only get feedback, which allows us to have a greater sense of wisdom and make better choices the next day or the next meal or the next movement that we have. Guys, we have to maintain that that mindset. And this is where we have to do the deeper work of ditching diet culture because a lot of times we get like that urgency of, I have to lose weight now. You know, I have to get in shape now. My butt's not big enough now. Like, And all of those things, if we look at them, I really, guys... I know you're uncomfortable in your body or you might not be right now, but if you are, guess what? Like you can still be you and amazing, even if you're not in the perfect body. And at the same time, you can still work to grow and feel better in your body. So we can do all of those things at the same time. But what it's going to require is this patience in the process and just faith that you're more than your silhouette, friends. You really are. I mean, I I hate that we're told otherwise. And I know the cultural pressure is strong. You know, we've got to have a certain shape. I really think strong is the new skinny. Now it's not really all about being skinny. It's like you got to be athletic. And then, you know, there's aging. We can't age too much. There's all this pressure. And I think it's it does. It requires us on the daily to kind of check ourselves, check our priorities. You know, how much emphasis am I putting in my appearance? Not that we can't work on it, but how much emphasis am I putting on it? Because if we can back up from that, it does allow us space to keep the faith trust the process, know that we're adapting and adjusting every day, and we're doing what we need to do every day to be a healthier, better version of ourselves. Guys, it removes that urgency. So that's number one. Keep it in perspective. It's a journey, not a destination. And then the second thing we can do is really look and be mindful of the words we're using to describe our actions. Guys, there's this old saying that whatever you're not changing, you're choosing. So let's really take that and own it. If you're noticing you're saying things like, I can't eat that, I shouldn't eat that, or you're justifying like, oh, I can eat pasta because I worked out today. You know, those kinds of, that kind of language is making it so we're not in the driver's seat. So when I hear words like, I can't eat that, I shouldn't eat that, with the exception of a food allergy, guys, that's that's totally different. Because <laughs> um, if you're allergic to peanut butter, yeah, you really shouldn't eat peanut butter. Just a little disclaimer there. Um, But I think if we're looking at, you know, our behaviors and our relationship with food, these words like should, can't, couldn't, rules, these are really words of like diet culture indoctrination. So I challenge people, like, let's change the word to I choose. I'm choosing, you know, to eat a donut or I'm choosing not to eat a donut because X, Y, and Z. When we are choosing something, it really puts the power back in our court and we're the one in the driver's seat, not the food. So it's not like I have to get up in the morning to work out. It's I'm choosing to get up in the morning to work out because it allows me to set myself up for my day, right? I can't eat any sweets because I just gain all this weight. No, we could switch that to I'm choosing to eat my sweets mindfully or intentionally because I have a goal that I'm working on right? Like we can totally change our perspective and our mindset on how we talk about the choices we're making with food. So some of the questions I like to ask myself and my clients is how does choosing this discipline support my values and my long-term health goals? What does this discipline cost me and is it worth it? And that's a big one because if you're looking at implementing a new discipline into your routine and it's costing you your values, then we might want to look at it 
and reevaluate if that's more on the side of rigidity. So let's go back to my husband, for example. So when he started implementing some of these really, um, see, I want to say rigid rules because to me they looked rigid, (laughs) but to him they weren't. Um, So when I looked at some of the things he was implementing, at one point it did start impacting our family. Like we'd sit down for dinner and he wasn't eating meals with us. And at that point I, I did ask him, I said, hey, babe, is this something you plan on continuing? And he, you know, after like, it was literally like one or two dinners. <laughs> I'm being dramatic. It wasn't a lot. But after a couple dinners, he was like, yeah, you know what? This isn't worth it. Like, this is not something I want to continue to do because my family's more important than hitting some of these uh, physical goals that I have. So he reevaluated and kept it in check. And I think we can do that. And if we have that question to prompt us, I think it's a safety net. We can try out some new disciplines and along the way decide if it's really worth it. So what is the discipline? What does the discipline cost me and is it worth it? And then the third question we can ask ourselves is, when is it acceptable and even beneficial for me not to live by this discipline? And that's where we keep the flexibility in our corner and something that we can always grab and prevents us from being rigid with these new goals that we've implemented. So for example, I am incredibly disciplined about my morning workout routine. I'm disciplined about it because I know it sets me up for the day. It makes me feel better. I am overall a healthier, happier, nicer person when I go to the gym in the morning. But it requires a lot of discipline to get out of bed at 4 a.m. Yep, 4 (laughs) a.m. But I'm not rigid about this. So when I have a bad night's sleep or my kids wake me up a lot or I'm right before I start my period because I'm exhausted on those days, I absolutely have those times when I randomly decide, "Mm, not today, right? Like I am okay turning that alarm off and sleeping in an extra really two hours, which is actually what I did this morning. Huh, it's funny I'm talking about this right now. Yeah, I slept in an extra hour and a half this morning because my boys woke me up last night and then my new dog, Whiskey, y'all have probably heard me talk about him. He's the cutest thing, but he is into eating socks, that little stinker. (laughs) And he threw them up at 3 a.m. So, I mean, I'm grateful he didn't you know, digest them. But yeah, if you come to my house, watch your socks. He is a sock monster. So anyways, (laughs) I hit snooze, no problem this morning. And that's how I know it's a discipline because I'm committed to it. And at the same time, I allow flexibility for like the life stuff that's outside of my control. And my overall health is always the goal. So in this morning setting, in this morning situation, I needed more sleep and that trumped going to the gym. So that's how we can stay in balance. Okay, to recap, Here is your mission after listening to this episode. First, I want you to take inventory of all of your food, health, exercise rules. Like write them down on a piece of paper. What are they? And then keeping the two steps in mind on how to shift towards discipline and move away from these rules is number one, keeping the perspective that it is a journey, not a destination. Number two, really watching our language, replacing the words I can't, I shouldn't with I'm choosing, keeping ourselves in the driver's seat here. And then I've got those three questions to prompt you guys. How does choosing discipline support my values and my long-term health? What does this discipline cost me and is it worth it? And when is it acceptable and maybe even beneficial for me to not live by this discipline? Guys, these are going to be the things that can guide you 
as you transition away from some of these rules into discipline. So you can feel like you can live a little bit more freely, a little bit more flexibly without feeling like everything's going to go crazy (laughs) because you're letting go of these rules. Friends, I hope that is helpful. There is plenty more where this came from. This is a lot of what I unpack and dive into through the e-course with you guys. So if you are looking for more help in this area, head on over jessbrownrd.com click on courses. You're going to find all the details there. And it's really imperative, I think, that you go through the whole process because in the course, I take you guys through this initial like diet culture detox. Then we're going to establish our health goals and values. Then we're going to get acquainted with our hunger and our fullness. Then we're going to implement the fuel plan, which is where the discipline piece comes in. But we have to lay that groundwork first. I love having these conversations with clients because it is so life-changing. I've experienced it. I've seen it over and over in the clients I work with and I want it for you. For more help on unpacking those food rules, guys, check out the e-course, Food Foundations, or you can always shoot me an email at hello at jessbrownrd.com. It is a pleasure hanging with you ladies today. Let me know what you thought of the episode. Share it on social. I'd love to hear your feedback. And I hope you guys have a fabulous day. Cheers and happy eating. Thank you so much for joining me today. I hope it strengthened your food journey and empowered you to live boldly in your body. Real quick, sister, before you go, if you liked today's episode, the best way you can thank me is head on over to iTunes, Fuel Her Awesome Podcast, leave a review and subscribe. Then take a screenshot and share it on your social media. Don't forget to tag me at JessBrownRD. And if you're looking for more resources, be sure to check out my website, JessBrownRD.com. I've got info on my e-course, Fuel Her Awesome, Food Foundations, my 10-step ebook on how to beat body bullying, and so much more. I cannot wait to chat with you babes again. Until next time, cheers and happy eating.